Welcome back to Rewinding the Week. We are back live. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. We are back, and you are, you know, in South Carolina, and I'm here in Fairfax, thinking of you every day. Lies you tell. Friend, just be born smoke, y'all. He just be born smoke. Never, never, never. So, how's your day? You know, it is okay. You know, we're talking about what Wednesday. So, for those that love helping, the day is your day. Today is, uh, <laughs> today is your day. But no, everything has been going well. Um, you know, work is, is steady. Um, learning a lot of different things there every day. So I'm grateful for my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I am spending time with my family, uh, you know, be here in South Carolina, and that is nice. Um, can be a little aggravating sometimes mm-hmm. for those that, you know, are close with your family. You know that um, sometimes the time spending is a bit too much, and then you get irritated. Um, but I'm managing. I am managing pretty well. Um, how about you? How's it going over there in the Virginia front? Oh, friend, it's been hot. It's been hot. It's been humid. It's been raining. Um, it's just been a lot going on. But counting my blessings, um, I can imagine what you're saying with your family um, hitting you up. Because, you know, being back at home, you get to see people and kiki and all that and then you eventually want time to yourself again you know mm-hmm. um so I, I definitely feel you on that but over here in fairfax just had it from the sun honey um and keeping busy with projects and just missing my friend Oh. Well, you know, we will reunite again. We will reunite. Reunite it, and it feels so good. Yes, friend. So, friend, it sounds like you already have poured yourself a glass. So, what are you drinking right now? I have, now? you know, my favorite is Sauvignon Blanc, and mm-hmm. that is what I'm having. Um, you know, it is it's very uh, fruitful. Um, you know, it has that, that slight dry head and yeah, you know, it, it has me feeling good. It has me feeling good. You know, what I was telling you? Fred, I was telling Fred before the show, it's like, I don't understand how he could be so sweet and like that, just dry wine. Um, I am having- I'm like a Sour Patch Kid. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes, friend. Scorpio to the max, okay? <laughs> yes. But um, I am having Riesling. Uh, so okay. something refreshing on this hot day, uh, something crisp, and this is the Barefoot Gold brand. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong with Barefoot. You know, they put their medals and what they won and the accolades right on their bottles, and I'm here for it. And so um, for what? I, and I'm thinking about um, Sutter Home, which I had my experience. I went to Napa Valley mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago. And uh, we passed by Sutter Homes uh, Winery, and mm-hmm. it was two cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I'm pretty sure Barefoot, uh, if they are there, they had much more business. But you know, Sutter Home be Sutter be Sutter. Yeah, you know you what? Know? I, I mess with Sutter. I I do too. Um, you know, one of our, my friends, um, uh, who is who we interviewed 
or had on the show just temporarily to promote his business, um, Elevate Your Taste with Vincent Moten. And he told me, look, it's not always about the price tag of the wine. You know, just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's going to be great. You know, you may be surprised with that 297 wine, you know, and so it's about just the taste, not necessarily the price, guys. So he said it. Hello. <laughs> well, friend, this episode uh, is a little different. So we have an interview uh, with Cage Bird Productions. We have uh, Anthony Green, the founder and uh, of Cage Bird Productions and writer and director of the Souls of Black Pebbles, uh, which will mm -hmm. debut in D.C. September 26th at DuPont Underground at 1 p.m. As, as well as a 5 p.m. showing, so two showings. And we were joined by JT, who is a producer and also an actor uh, who worked with Cagebird Productions for this project and previous projects. So I can't wait for you guys to hear the interview that uh, we did with them. What do you think about the yes. interview? What did you think? I thought it was very fun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody involved is just it, the the chemistry um, was synced, right. and I just enjoyed hearing you know the stories about the auditions and and all the great work that these uh, you know young uh, men that have all the melanin. Yes, <laughs> you know? um, I, I I I am thrilled to or have. And thrilled to be in the presence of them because they're doing great things um and that's what we like to see awesome friend um i can't wait for our listeners to hear the interview and also if you're in the dmv area purchase tickets to uh support the film the souls of black pebbles now yes. for this episode me and friend we're catching up uh we have mm -hmm. not really uh talked a lot outside of the show because you know we've been busy so we're just going to catch up and this is going to be our whole pop the court and pour that out episode and i want to start on what i wanted to talk to you about friend the olympics and simone biles like what did you think about everyone putting that pressure on her um, to be this greatest and best and things that she was not putting on herself, but to enjoy what she does. How did you feel about hearing the news and people coming at her sideways on social media? Well, you know, I, what I say to those people is definitely deep throated cactus, mm -hmm. deep throat a cactus. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you, how dare you speak to someone um, about their journey with their mental health. Right. And I say that I can say that because I have my own journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, I have done the work and I, you know, I, I, I continuously go to therapy, um, you know, in order to see a, a better day. And I have great days. Um, then some days are not so great. And so I was able to see that that also was, um, Simone Biles situation right. and for people to stand in judgment. Um, it was it was very like distasteful and just nasty, just, just nasty just and nasty. rude, and and people who can't even hold a candle to her, and exactly. all the accolades that she has and, and the success in her story that she has, 
not everybody going to be on their 100 all the time. And not the even those people. Of, unfortunately, uh -huh. the first thing, sorry, Frank. It's okay, go ahead. But the, the first thing I thought of is, unfortunately, what if she was not black? Right. Would you have still treated her the same? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that is that's a, that is a society that we are still grappling with today. And I want to, uh, you know, I want to say that, you know, maybe that same treatment would have happened. You know, I, only because I want to be optimistic, but the reality of it is, is that if someone that wasn't um, of African-American descent or even, you know, of, of any person of color had the same setup, mm -hmm. the response would have been like, oh, they need the rest. Right. We understand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're doing what you can. But, you know, with this case of Simone, I feel like that everything was, was flipped and, you know, oh, well, she can take her rest afterwards. And right. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not fair. That right. is not fair. Right. Um, you know, everyone goes through their challenges and I just wish that people would have had more compassion mm -hmm. um, about what it is that she, you know, deals with on a regular basis. Because that's a lot of pressure, right. you know, going to the Olympics and being as accomplished as she is, mm -hmm. that is a lot of pressure. Um, just in general. And so, yeah, so I, that's my feeling about anyone who feels differently about it is that you can go play out of five o'clock traffic. Hello. Uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and just imagine those same people are the ones, you know, caving to give a presentation to their boss, you know, and exactly. things like that, you know, and I, and I feel like it's easy to text all that or type all that while you're sitting on the couch. Uh, this girl is working and representing um, herself as well as our country. So shout out to Simone Biles and continue to do your thing. Don't listen to people. They always going to have something to say. You just got to keep pushing and keep going and keep flipping, girl. That is exactly right. We support you. We support you here on Rewinding the Week, okay? And speaking of the Olympics, before we change topics, uh, on July 31st, Raven Saunders, also known as Flaming Gay, she's from hey. South Carolina, friend. Uh, yes. She won a silver medal in shot put. Uh, she is unapologetically out and shouts out those who paved the way for her to be who she is. On the Twitter, on her Twitter account following her win, she gave a shout out to the older lesbians. So we also have to shout out to our lesbian friends and sisters who also paved the way for us to be on the platform that we are on and, and the rights mm -hmm. that we have and continue to fight for. So um, congratulations. Thank I you. think that is awesome, Raven. Shout out to you and you continue to be your unapologetically self you mm -hmm. know like out here in these streets because at the end of the day all you can do is enjoy your life um so why not i think that's awesome all right yes i am very happy and her picture is just her dancing and i think she twerked after she got her little medal yes yeah, so I would have ahead, girl make it clap <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, in recent news, uh, you see a lot of uh, rappers, not a lot, but a few rappers who have come under um, fire um, because of their comments. I heard 
recently with Boosie, as well as uh, people talking about the baby with his HIV comments. Um, did you listen to the comments? Or did you entertain it? Did you see what people were talking about, friend? I did hear the comments about um, the baby and, you know, his response and things. I, don't, I, I stopped paying attention to a little goosey a long time ago because mm-hmm. the ignorance is just too much for me. Right. Um, so I just stopped. I tuned him out a long time ago. But in listening to, you know, everything that transpired with the baby, it is, it is unfortunate um, because he did not, he did not apologize um in full effect the mm-hmm. first time it was more so like oh my bad but x y and z and it's always a but and mm-hmm. so that's the reason why i was like mm, and you're a charlotte native so that's still my stomping ground mm-hmm. uh, gosh you know um and i did see the tweet that was was towards the end of july with mm-hmm. him you know basically saying that you know anybody that's ever been affected with with hiv and aids um that he didn't want to upset them whatever it cases that was his intention to offend anyone and i'm saying to myself still how did you get to that point because everything that you said was offensive right. um but you know we're gonna let it keep it moving and he's like um, but then he says to the LGBT community that he isn't, you know, not tripping on us and, and that our business is our business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that still doesn't. And I, I guess, I don't know. For me, I would, I understand the rap culture. Right. You know, everybody, everybody is hardcore. from the streets mm-hmm. and they're hardcore. And or they're pretend to be, yeah. Or they're right. And they, they're taught to, you know, that masculinity is everything, and yeah, you know, you go out here, you, you sleep with all these women, mm-hmm. and men, and yeah. you do this and do that. So they they have a certain stigma, um, and or they have a a personality that they have to live up to, and I get that. Right. Um, but you are in a world today where a lot of things that were tolerated back in the eighties to nineties of people saying stuff in their rap songs are not tolerated today because you have such an array of people um, that you need to consider. And and you know what, even if you don't consider them, that's fine, but just realize that your audience is not going to include such a uh, a large population of people right. that you're excluding right. by saying these things. And when he said about the comment of HIV and AIDS, I'm like, that affects everybody, whether Correct. you're gay, straight, mm-hmm. bi, a less, you know, like it, it doesn't matter what, yeah. what you define. It's, as. Not, a, it's not a that gay disease. It isn't. It's it, not. It's and just like, that, that stereotype. It, it's going to remind me of, and I get back to you, it reminds me of the mm-hmm. Golden Girls episode, you know. Um, the episode 72 hours where Rose had to wait 72 hours to um, find out if that blood transfusion uh, contained HIV antibodies. And I remember Blanche telling Rose, like, it's not a way of God punishing people for their sins, you know, and her, you know, the character sharing her story on, on waiting. And so I think as well as reaching out to the community and people who say those things is also a stigma that's within the gay community itself already with HIV and AIDS. So we need to be an ally to each other and not always just 
to, yeah, hold them accountable, but also hold ourselves and our own community accountable when it comes to talking about Asian HIV. Exactly. And uh, you mentioned, and I saw the tweet where he says, you know, y'all business is y'all business, but the LGBT community gives these people business. Right. You know, exactly. you go in the club, you go to these uh, gay clubs, who they play? They playing these rappers, they playing these things. Like they, they, these are also your clientele as well. You get what I'm saying? Um, gay people, gay men and, and women, they buy these albums, they download these albums, they play these albums and songs. So these are also people who are giving you business as well as you're saying y'all business is y'all business. Exactly. And so it's just unfortunate that, um, you know, like I said, he's tried to backpedal um, with his comment, but at the end of the day, the damage has kind of already been done and it's no way to um, to correct it if you're not sincere. Right. I believe that he is sincere. Um, you know, honestly, I'm not paying attention to him enough to, to, to even care. Right. Um, correct. True. So, so I'm like, hey, it is what it is. I'm not gonna, gonna, um, you know, more into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm not breaking my neck to listen to his music either. Right. Um, right. You know, and that's the reason why a lot of breakthrough. What I here's here's the the flip side to that. What I do enjoy is that it is a lot of artists um, that you know are available who are in the community mm-hmm. and, you know, they provide us great music. Like so me, friend. That. <laughs> Why you get quiet? I said, like me, but, friend. Oh, you know what? The connection went out. Fred, can you hear me over there in South Carolina? <laughs> I, I mean, like me, because, you know, I dropped that that seagull, honey. Okay. Secure the bag. You know, side note, Frank loves to, you know, he'll call, and if I don't answer, he'll leave a voicemail, and it would be like him singing to me, but singing in a case of, like, he went to the store, or he's doing this, or he's doing that. So, friend, you know, he has this Easter Ray complex. Yeah. Oh, hello. That he, he, you know, that he loves to do, and I enjoy every bit of it, but it also... Uh, makes me realize that he is better suited for this podcast and his work. And <laughs> I love it, friend. And you know, I want to thank you for shouting out my boss, Issa Rae, hey girl. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, she see it too, you know, awkward black boy right here. You know, so other than speaking of Issa Rae, friend, what shows have you been watching? Um, I know you went to see Aretha Franklin. Um, film with your grandma how was it what's your take on it so you're talking about a phenomenal woman mm-hmm. yes i yes to play on on her song but you're talking about a just someone that's unmatched aretha's voice her experience her activism everything about her was just great and it still is today so i had to see the movie in addition you know what better way to tell her story than one of the just most loved actresses and singer of all time uh in my opinion is jennifer hudson right um so 
you know, it just was such a great experience. I shared that with my grandmother. She's mm -hmm. a huge Aretha Frank fan, mm -hmm. and she loves Jennifer Hudson. Mm -hmm. she, just, she loves her story and right. and everything that she stands for. Mm -hmm. And so having those two forces for her come together was just, you know, so I could see her watching in awe, and I could see the emotion that she had from a lot of different songs and That's what great. that meant to her. And it just was a special bonding moment because the movie itself is just great. Please, right. anyone who's listening, go see it, go support it. Yes. Because it is just, I mean, it tells her story um, in a light that has probably never been seen by others. Okay. You I, just need to, yeah, you need to experience it. I may have to call my mama and see if she mm -hmm. wants to see it. I, I enjoyed the uh, National Geographic series about her life and um, I want to see the movie. I was watching um, Jennifer Hudson on the Stephen Colbert show, and how she just her voice. Woo! You know, I mean, you talk about a powerhouse church voice, honey, and it just gives me chills. Um, I did listen to the soundtrack, both the um, cover songs as well as the um soundtrack with the classical music with the symphony um yes. because Such you know it's beautiful and and it's just uh, you know to the actors mm -hmm. and actresses that played in that shout out to Mary J. Blige oh, she yes. had a, 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 a pretty interesting part in that that movie so um you guys get to that point I mean she played well of course Forrest Whitaker who you know is is great in all of his um mm -hmm. movies so we Amazing. enjoy seeing him so it just is it, it is so um and oh, one person I can't forget to mention is um and God forgive me his his actual name but we know him as Titus um from uh Kimmy Smith is where we where I first seen him on Netflix um but he oh just, Titus is in it yeah, and he has a great voice as well he has a he has a great voice but he played a a pretty you know solid a serious character in the the movie, and oh, I was friend, impressed. I was friend, impressed. I, I'm about to so call to my it. mama now and see, like, yo, <laughs> do you want to see this with me, or am I seeing this by myself? Like, right, which one right. you want to do? So that is awesome, friend. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to um, see it. I'm already amazed by the covers um, that she has done. And also, as I mentioned, the symphony uh, part, the score. Uh, everybody who knows me knows I love classical music. Uh, mm -hmm. I played that Bridgerton uh, album to yeah. to I couldn't play it no more. You know, I love that that the strings and the orchestra and all that. And um, awesome friend, I can't wait to yeah. Check so, it what out. kind of um, tell us what shows and things you've been. Uh, been catching up on Ooh, before you free. do that it's another one that i did um you know because i have been watching things on netflix so i'm in the process of watching um manifest oh um, friend okay. which is like yeah it's like four seasons or three seasons apparently you know i totally missed when it came out the first time but mm -hmm. um i've been watching that lately i finished atypical um which oh. you know it's always a fun you know it's a fun show to it, watch. it's it's Atypical, I binge. I loved it. it. The greatness of the characters in there and, and what they talk yes. about. And shout out to showing people in uh, who have 
autism and their creativity in their life. And yes. I, I'm like so upset that it's over. Like, I'm like, no, you can't leave like this. It was quick. It was, you know, and I don't know if that's because of COVID and all that and the filming or they was like, hey, this is the last season, honey. We about to wrap this up. Uh, I'm not sure, but I did like Atypical. Of course, I love my Grace and Frankie uh, on Netflix. Um, I'm watching What If uh, from uh, Disney Plus with uh, Marvel. So basically, What If, like one of the um, episodes is uh, What If um, Chad Bozeman, who played uh, T'Challa for Black Panther, was... was um star lord for uh in the guardians of the galaxy so it's basically an alternative um reality in different universes exploring these multi-universes with um the marvel universe so and it had his voice and they did an amazing tribute um to him towards the end after it was over because i believe at least for us maybe that will be the last that we've heard his voice and and saw um, or heard his acting. Um, so I thought that was great. Um, I caught up with this show. I've never heard of this comedian. Her name is Miss Pat. And I caught up with that show on BET Plus. It's new and it's it's cute. It's a cute show with her comedy. Again, I never heard her comedy before, who she was, but the show is well written and they talk about um, non-binary people. They give a shout out to people uh, in the LGBTQ community. They talk about school shootings. They talk about racism. And, and it's all mixed into the comedy. And I think that is such an importance to have to relate to people. And so um, that was that's what I have been watching. And recently, um, it's ASMR, which basically a lot of people uh, watch because it's a lucrative business now um, and thousands of people watch on YouTube and it's basically like speaking softly doing somebody's hair or uh, some people listen to people eat uh, crunch the ice um, was, uh, Cardi B and Lizzo did like a ASR thing together so it's basically like this for like You know, I don't know if I can get into that. Friend, you I know, know I've been going that. to I mean, sleep you know, with that friend. The only, the only whispering in, in my ear I like is, you know, when I am preparing for my only fans. Yes, friend. Do, do you like when they say when they do you like when they say friend Mordecai? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I I mean, you know, I, I do hear that people are into um, kind of in a similar sense of when they first started doing mukbangs Mm -hmm. people were eating and people just love watching other people eat i'm like "Mm, i I just i don't see the the soothing uh therapy in that but you know to each of their own own, if it's helping people yeah if it's helping people along the way i mean because at the end of the day we are still in a you know um a pandemic and we're just trying to navigate in the best way we can and protect our physical and our mental health so if you listen to crunch nice does you good you listen to that crunch yes okay. you, know, like, you do whatever you need to do to get um, yes so, friend 
so that's pretty good. That is that is that is interesting. Well, I have not I have not ventured in that. It, so, it, you know, yeah. I, I got my nieces into it at least for once where they say, I want to listen to the quiet lady, you know. So <laughs> that has been something that I have shared. I showed my uh beautician. Um, and she was like, oh, I might want to get into it because people have like a million views. You know, that means money coming into the bank. You know, if you have that many views, I'm getting paid by YouTube. So, exactly. friend, before we uh, wrap up, um, listeners, still wear your mask. We want the safety for you guys to be safe. And if you're not vaccinated, talk to your doctor. Uh, there are still ma mask mandates in place. Um, some um, places are considering um, having proof of your vaccine card. I see DC Jazz Fest is coming up, so they want you to have either a negative test within 72 hours of the Jazz Festival or your vaccine card. So um, definitely continue, as Ken said, wash your hands and protect yourself and your family. Yes, and so um, thank you for saying that, Jamal, because I always preach you guys every time we talk to wash your hands, wear your mask. I have been practicing what I preach and I still in the last several weeks caught COVID, mm. right? Um, this experience is not something for those that, uh, what they say is not for the faint at heart. <laughs> um, it is, it is definitely real. Um, it's been real. And, so just as a background story, you know, if you've listened to our show in several episodes back um, around, you know, I believe that was April, that uh, uh, Fran and myself were getting vaccinated. So we have been fully vaccinated since April, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and so I believe that was towards the end of July. Um, and it, I couldn't even tell you where I picked it up from. It wasn't anything that I was doing out of the ordinary. I was still wearing my mask, you know, I would go to a restaurant, but I was very cautious about, you know, where, where my proximity was to other people and, mm -hmm. and eating and things of that nature. So it wasn't anything I had been, been doing that was out of the ordinary. But, um, you know, my experience was I first felt chills um, and, and didn't realize that that's what is what was happening. Um, I actually went into the living room where my grandmother and my cousins were sitting and I was like, I'm not cold. And so they, so I turned up our air condition. Typically we keep our air in the house like around 73, 74. I turned up to like 77. And my family was looking at me like, what is wrong with you? It's hot in here. And I'm like, no, it's cold. Oh, so wow. that was sign, that was sign number one. That mm -hmm. happened around Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Then into Wednesday, going into Thursday, I started to have more symptoms, mm -hmm. um, body aches. Uh, you know, it was it was a the headache, the congestion, um, just a slight cough, nothing too crazy, but still a cough. Mm. And so by Friday, I said, okay, let me go over to CVS, get this rapid test, because in my mind, the first thing I thought of was, oh, well, maybe it's a summer cold. I typically get a bad summer cold, at least, you know, in, in like in dead middle of the summer. And that happens to me every year. So that's mm. what I thought it was. Then once I got the test, you know, it was a couple hours and then one called and she said, um, you know, 
unfortunately you have COVID, you need to quarantine for 10 days. I'm mm. like, oh my gosh, because I'm because I'm here in the home with my grandmother. Mm. Um, so my my concern wasn't myself, it was my grandmother, right? right. Um, and so I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, I need to stay put. And then after, so she gave me my results on Friday. Come Saturday, I had lost my taste and smell completely. My grandmother was in, in the kitchen. She was whipping up, you know, some of those old remedies for mm. those who who know what their grandmothers and their great-grandmothers mm. have done. She mm. was in there cooking onions and garlic together. Yeah, it was going to help me, like, with my sinuses and give me that type of, like, open up that I would need. I did not smell any of that that she was cooking. She brought it to me. I tasted it. I didn't taste anything. And so I'm like, how can you not taste and smell onions and garlic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was like, oh, wow, this is this is a lot. Mm-hmm. So I still had the body aches and and I was very I was very tired. That mm-hmm. fatigue is real. Um, it just felt like it was a lot of me. Thankfully, I wasn't having any breathing issues. Um, and grateful that you know it wasn't anything that I need to go to the hospital for or um, or even worse. So I am I'm blessed in that sense, but I did have to take my time and let that virus kind of pass through me. And so, you know, during that time, I'm wearing my mask in the house. I've sanitized everything. I continue to sanitize and spray and disinfect. And so thankfully, you know, uh, my grandmother did not contract the virus from me. Yeah, we were in close man. proximity. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were in close proximity during the whole time. And she wore her mask as well. She went and got a test. Um, the day after I found out, um, I believe they call it the PCR test, which kind of tells you early on, even if you're asymptomatic, that you if you have or not. Mm-hmm. So she did her testing, and and thankfully, you know, and those who were around me, no one had contracted it. So that was awesome. That's but good. It wasn't something. Yeah, it wasn't anything that I was expecting. You know, this this virus is affecting people in in different ways. And yes, the vaccine is not designed to to keep you from getting it. Um, it is designed to to make sure that your symptoms aren't worse um, mm. and that you don't, you know, hopefully don't end up in a hospital. Like some people are still ending up in the hospital. Yeah, breakthrough cases. Mm. Yeah, breakthrough cases like mine and, and it's, it's worse on them and they're going to the hospital and having to kind of go through that. So, um, it's just not an experience that I wish on anybody. I feel like it's like a bad flu um, at best. Mm-hmm. And for those who you know are asymptomatic, I'm like, well, kudos to you guys because I didn't have that experience. Mm. Um, but you know, thankfully, by the grace of God, Amen. I made it through. Um, I, I got better, and um, I did my retest after ten days, and I was you know cleared. The test was negative. And and so you know I my my smell is I would say eighty five percent normal um, or back and then my taste is back pretty much one hundred percent and that's what I was more so concerned about um, just because I had been hearing the stories of people saying my taste hasn't come back mm. in months mm. some people even a year mm. and I just was like oh my gosh what if I came because it's not like I'm eating a lot anyways um, for those who who know in in episodes past that i had um you know a surgery we actually sleep and so it's not like i'm eating a lot anyhow right and then you're then now what i am eating doesn't have any taste you know <laughs> and it's just like oh my gosh um so yeah so I, I you know take it from me um definitely continue to to do all the precautions you can and you know i 
for those who are are struggling with you know the mass mandates that they have in the schools and things that nature because some people do feel like that you know oh the masks aren't working and things that nature and i'm like i still feel like that the precautions that we're taking sanitizing and wearing your mask is true truly working um it's just that we don't know how this virus is is moving right um from person to person right. and it's you still just have to be kind of cautious yeah it's it, still kind of up in the air it, yeah it's kind of like i'm not a doctor you know but you know it's kind of like if you get the flu shot you still get the flu you just have you just can survive it you know your survival right. rate is higher than maybe someone who has not um exactly. gotten it so you know I, I see that the delta variant has impacted a lot of people and, and kids but friend mm -hmm. we are happy that you are still with us yes, and um, a testimony um and uh it was great rewinding the week with you um yes, we yes. Have, so so yeah so that's why we've been mia guys i need to recover COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and it, in addition, Fran is going through, you know, a life transition yes. right now. And he is, you know, preparing for his next chapter. So just mm -hmm. a couple of different things that were different happening. Things. So for those, so for those that were like, where have we been at? Um, I had to recover from COVID first. And yes. now I'm here. Yes, and we are happy. And I'm glad people ask us where are we at and and we yeah. appreciate it. And um, as Fran said, just next chapters and um, I want to leave you guys with uh, a motivational quote, and um, mm -hmm. we're going to head into talking with Anthony Green and uh, J.T. Smitty. Uh, Simone Bowles, um, who said, before you can achieve, you must believe in yourself. You are more capable than you think. And I also um, heard a quote today uh, while I was on the Bible app um, from this organization called Broken Crayons. And the founder said, even broken crayons have color. They still have their color. And so remember that no matter what you're going through right now, you may be broken, but you still have your color. You still have your shine. You still have your smile. You still have things to be grateful for. So keep that in mind. Uh, continue to support us through jamalsgordon.com on YouTube, as well as Spotify, Google, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Shout out to our friends and family who have supported us during our podcast journey. Anything you want to say, Kay, before we wrap up? You know, as always, you guys are awesome. Um, you know, continue to stay safe out there. It is awesome to be back in this space. And we look forward to more coming. So you guys stay tuned for our great interview. Thank you so much. Talk to you later, friend. Talk to you later. Bye. Recording stopped.